Hello, I'm Emma Louise Coffey and you're welcome to The Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. Research has shown that it takes one and a half lactations to recoup the costs of rearing a heifer. Emer Kennedy and Hazel Costigan give insight into best practice in heifer rearing, including an overview of current live weights of the purebred Jersey and Holstein Frisian heifers currently being trialled. Emer starts by explaining the importance of target weights. I guess the important thing uh, to take note of is the target weights of the animals. At least that helps you you stay on track. So when we talk about target weights, what we'd be saying is you know, looking for the calf to be 30% of its mature body weight at six months, then 60% of its mature body weight at 15 months or at breeding, and then pre-calving to be 90% of its mature body weight. You know, there's also, they're kind of the range of targets, but there's also other key periods, like say at the moment we're coming up to housing and housing will be another um, key time point to, to see what weight the animals are, to check them, that if they're under target that you can then fix it so say for example your calves coming in that they're not going to be too light um, when it gets to breeding and you don't have time to, to change it so I guess regular weighing um, and now will be a very good time to do that And Hazel as part of your PhD studies you're looking at the heifer rearing process from I suppose birth on, until these heifers are calving down you're weighing the, the calves regularly what sort of weights are you seeing at the moment? So at the end of October, um, the weights for, of our Jersey calves are around 225 kilos and the Frisian calves are 255 kilos. And we also weigh the heifers regularly. So the Jersey heifers are around 395 kilos at the moment and the Frisian heifers are around 485 kilos at the moment. And, and is that a, a fairly happy state to be in at this time of year? Are you on target? Yeah, we're, that's pretty much on target. Looking at the weights, should we be looking at a group average or are we considering weighing each animal individually? I think a trap that we often fall into is looking at the, the group average, um, you know, because it can be a substantial range. If, you, if you're, for example, targeting a weight of 300 kilos, that can maybe go from 250 to 350. And your your 350 kilo animals are obviously way ahead of target, whereas the 250 are way below. So it's much more important to actually look at the individual weights of the animals um, within a group and to make your decisions then based on that. It may even be a case of grouping animals differently you know if you have a few animals that are behind and that they may need to be grouped together and given preferential treatment or if you have animals that are way ahead of target for example coming into the winter now and you know they may not need to be supplemented with that much concentrate or even concentrate at all if they're if they're um, very ahead of target. Just to recap around the weaning process what are the decision tools you'd make for heifer calves when should I wean them? Weaning is actually a very um, important process and I think sometimes, you know, you're getting to the end of the calf rearing process and you just want to get calves off milk and out and reduce the labour demand and that, uh, like, by weaning calves too abruptly that can cause problems like later on in the season so it's very important that they're they're weaned correctly so what we're looking at is we need really good room and development so for that we need to make sure that they have a good intake of fiber so they're eating like at least a kilo of concentrate and um, before they're weaned maybe they're taking in some hay or some straw just to, to make sure that the the rumen has adapted so when they do go to a grass diet that um y- you know they they can 
um, utilize the, the, the grass. Um, and also what we're doing at the moment is we're, we're weaning calves um, by weight. So what we'd be looking at is weaning our Holstein Frisians at about uh, 90 kilos, which is a fairly big calf. But it means that, you know, th- they're they're well grown at the stage of of weaning and once they they hit grass and they're off milk they just tend to to fly from there um hazel is actually doing the experiment where we're looking at different um weaning ages and and just looking at that can you give us a brief overview of what exactly you're looking at with your research hazel yeah so as part of my research i'm looking at two different weaning ages so we're weaning um half the calves at eight weeks and the other half at 12 weeks. And then we're using different feeding strategies post weaning. So we're feeding some of them a high feeding rate and some a low feeding rate. And then we'll be able to determine, you know, if you could offset any negative effects that may occur as a result of early weaning using post weaning feeding strategies. So I'm following these heifers from um, until they en- enter the milking herd. So not only will, we, will I be able to determine the effect of weaning age and post weaning feeding on growth, We'll also be able to see if maybe it has longer term effects such as f- fertility performance and milk production. The calves from the first year experiment, they're only um, heifers at the moment, so they still they still haven't calved down. So we can't tell the longer term effects, but um, we haven't we didn't notice much of a weight difference. I think there was six kilo weight difference at 12 weeks between the eight and the 12 week weaned calves. And um, th- that difference reduced then there was some compensatory growth during the, the second season at grass. So. There, the difference wasn't wasn't that so, much. So we've no weight difference once we move, say, into into the into the second year. No. And then in terms of the feeding strategies, can you explain that in a bit more detail? Yep. So in the first year, the difference between the high and low feeding um, rates are is made up in concentrates. So the high feeding rate calves they get extra concentrates in comparison to the low feeding rate calves. Um, and then when they um, when they're let out um, in their second to the second season at grass, the difference is made up in in grassland management. So we'd graze the low the calves that were previously on low concentrates. They're grazed to three and a half centimeters post grazing sward height, and the calves that are were previously on high concentrate allowance, they're grazed to four and a half centimeters post grazing sward height. So one group is restricted all the time. And in the first year, you were talking about the differences in concentrate feeding. Yep. So what levels of feeding are they getting, say, on a daily basis or cumulative? Yeah, well, last year now, obviously, it was a, an exceptional year in terms of weather. So um, for the majority of the time during the summer, the the high feeding rate calves were getting two and a half kilos of concentrates, which may seem a lot, um, but it was just because there was no grass there. And the low feeding rate calves were getting a, a kilo and a half um, of concentrates. However, this year, um, obviously, it's a much better year. So the high feeding rate calves are getting one and a half kilos and the low feeding rate calves are just getting half a kilo. And and just on that, Emer, you you know when we talk about feeding calves at grass, is that a recommendation? Is it necessary, or is it just an, a a strong cost into the system? You know, feeding concentrated with grass rather than grass only. I think a lot of it is going to be dictated by by the weight of the, of the calves, um, you know, and also the quality of the grass on your farm. If you have very high quality grass, um, you know, if you're a good grass manager the calves can do fine on grass if you're highly stocked and you don't have enough grass to feed them then you will need to put in a little bit of concentrate the thing is that we're always focusing on those target weights um and kind of um our, our management of the calves is dictated from that then Emer, you mentioned variation and you know if we have an average weight across our heifers of 300 kilos it can be plus or minus 50 which is you know fairly substantial 
a lot of farmers are currently not weighing. Is there, you know, effects of not hitting the target guideline weights in terms of if we firstly look at a, a heifer calving down too light? What are the implications there? Well, there's a few implications and it actually goes back to breeding. So if you have a heifer that's below target weight at breeding, she's far less likely to be cycling. So obviously that's going to have knock on consequences in that, um, you know, she's not going to go and calf as early. So it's going to be a delayed calving um, date. So then it's going to take her longer, obviously, to get back in calf because she's calving um, later that first year. But also what we have seen is that there is um, reduced milk solids yield for when when that heifer um calves down so you know that's why we'd always be trying to target um the the actual target weight for those animals yeah um equally having animals ahead of target is also um negative and that like yes they they might initially produce more um we say have a higher milk solids yield but as time goes on what we've found is that by the time time they reach their third lactation, there's less than 50% of those animals actually remaining in the herd because essentially they're so fast, they're use, losing a lot of um, weight. So, you know, their calving day keeps getting pushed out and eventually, um, you know, they fall out of the herd. There's um, a thing talked about when cows are, or sorry, heifers are over-conditioned and um, laying down fat tissue in the udder. Is that something that you've seen par- as part of your research? We haven't really looked into that too much. There's kind of two schools of thought um, around that. So really, we're just focusing on on growing them. Say the more recent um, research that's coming out of the US will be looking at, say, the the level of feeding the calves um, pre-weaning, that if if you're feeding them a lot of milk in the pre-weaning period, that that has resulted in some studies in... um, in higher milk production when they actually reach the, the lactating herd. And I guess that's one of the things we're trying to look at in, in hazels. Although there might not be much difference in weight between the treatments at the moment, what we want to see is that uh, initial 8 to 12 weeks of their life does that impact on their production when they actually do um, join the lactating herd. And taking it a step further, you've alluded to it when heifers are too light, they're not cycling and they'll calve down later. And we do see that um, some farms have have cal- have heifers who calve down at two years of age. And if they're not calving down at two years of age, they're generally going another year before they calve down. Um, you know, what are the implications for calving at, at that stage where they're, you know, much beyond the target? So... I guess there's a couple of things. The main thing is if they're calving older, they generally tend to be very fat um, in very heavy conditions. So then once once they calve down, they're in a state of negative, negative energy balance. So the condition drops off them very fast and they're a lot less likely to go back in calf. So generally what you find is that those animals, it, it, like it's very hard to, to keep them um, in the herd. But also you have the additional cost, like you have the cost of keeping them for, for that extra period of time. Um, you know, and they're not not producing. Um, and like if, if you take it, it takes over one and a half lactations to recoup the cost of rearing a heifer calving down at 24 months of age. So that's going to be pushed out again if the heifer is calving at an older age. And I guess, you know, the as you say, with the negative energy balance that pushes the the calving interval potentially for the the next lactation. Um, so, you know, I, I suppose the really the target is to get them at their 60 percent body weight for breeding. And, you know, everything else should follow, you know, exactly it, yeah. um, where you've gotten those guidelines right. So just looking um 
you know, based on what we've discussed here, Hazel, can you give farmers recommendations or some top tips to ensure that they achieve the optimal performance with the heifer rearing process? Yeah, so um, I think first, before you can hit your target weights, you first need to know the mature weight of your herd. So you can um, determine this from weighing a proportion of third, fourth and fifth lactation um, cows uh, in May or June when there's no effective pregnancy on the live weight. So then you'll know the mature weight of your herd and you can use this then um, in order to meet targets. And anything to add, Emer? I guess if we look at the whole rearing process, like from the calves to the heifers calving down, like particularly with your calves, it's probably a good idea, you know, if you can keep an, an eye on them, ideally weigh them, even if you can't um, weigh them or a proportion of them to visually assess them. And any calves that seem to be falling behind are a little bit lighter to regroup them by themselves um, and maybe feed them preferentially, give them a little bit of extra concentrate or um, give them the better quality grass just to try and push their, their weight gains on that little bit so you're trying to um, make this uniform group rather than um, a herd with a big range in weight and also just to be aware that like say we're coming into winter time now the weather's likely to get a lot wetter um, and the calves in particular tend not to put on that much weight in very wet weather so you know they might need extra concentrate or might be just an idea to house them if the weather does turn very wet. I think the tips are excellent and uh, a very valid point Hazel if you don't know the weight of your animals um, your, your you know your actual dairy herd it's very hard to make a call on exactly where we need to be um, and uh, as you say looking at the kind of mid-season May-June time and look at the mature cows so we are looking at lactation three above. Thanks a million for the information girls. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Emer Kennedy and Hazel Costigan for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and join me next time for your Dairy Edge. <laughs>